So we have a special treat tonight, even though the elders are, are not here. Oftentimes they share the, uh, the stand. And tonight we have somebody special coming to, uh, to share with us. And just as he shares, you know, in lots of different ways. So the School of the Prophets, uh, oftentimes helping us transition, um, you know, through, uh, through worship. Uh, I just really appreciate Bill's heart. And he just always has great words, great jokes, laugh at his jokes, okay? And also... Great insights. So we're just really looking forward to him coming speaking to us tonight. Bill? So today I just kind of wanted to share a little bit more. Um, taking off on the, on the prophetic word that I gave last week because I thought it was very, very important. And I think it's important for this time for all of us here to be connected to the Lord. And so I, I think I'm just, I, for want of a better title, well, I guess this is, this is actually a good title, a very good title. It's, I'm just going to call it Crowned with Glory, all right? Crowned with, crowned with Glory. And so I was just, you know, I was just praying today, and I said, well, Lord, I, I really want people to really be touched and encouraged and and I was just thinking about the word hope, and I said, I just don't want there to be hope, you know. I said, I don't want to talk about hope. I said, I want people to have hope. When they leave, I want their hope to be enlarged. And so, and I was just thinking about that. I said, hmm, I'm just wondering, okay, Lord, should I do that? Um, should I have a, make a pork roast tomorrow? Or should I... Um, Back, back to the hope. Okay. So I'm in my kitchen, and I'm putting things away up in the cupboard. And way at the top, there was this metal plate. I go, what's this metal plate? So I, I pull it down. It was like a holiday plate. And I pull it out, and I'm looking at it on the word. It said, hope, on the plate. I go, aha. And I pulled it from the sky. I pulled it from up there. I pulled hope, and I'm pulling it down to you guys. All right. Oof. Oof. Whoa. <laughs> mm. So last week I was, uh, I felt like, so strongly, I felt like the Lord wanted to remind, not to remind, but to, to provide the perspective that when the Lord looks at every single one of us, when he looks at us, when he looks at you and 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 you, and all of you, when he looks at you individually, he sees that you are victorious. He says, when I see you, I see you crowned with glory. As I'm interacting with you, that's my perspective. That I am seeing you glorious, and I'm, just, and I'm seeing you holy, that's what I'm seeing. I'm seeing you perfectly whole. So I'm going to just prophesy this, this over you, all right? So I'm, just, I'm prophesying this message to you. As a, and the, and the, that's what the Lord would say to you. I see, I see you as holy. I see you as complete. And I, I see you as completely victorious. I see you as completely free from all your burdens and all the pains and all the sorrows and all the disappointments. 
And I just see you glowing with joy. I see you just aglow with rejoicing and happiness that never ends. And I see you just wrapped with, uh, with amazing gifts and authority. And I see, and I see you with a scepter of power and authority. I see you as anointed, glorious and anointed. That's how I see you. And I see you as a winner. I see you that you have won the race. You have won the race. That's what I see. I see you perfectly whole and healed in every single way. In every way. And I see you youthful. And I see you in a new day that will never end. And I see you in perfect comfort. Comforted. Forever and ever and ever. And I see you as expectant of joy upon joy, peace upon peace, victory upon victory, knowing that nothing will ever die. I see that in your eyes, the knowledge that's in your eyes of knowing nothing will ever die again, nothing will ever be lost again. Friendships will always be forever. Forever and ever. And I see in you the joy of being reunited with friends and family that have moved on and being thrilled to death, just being not to death, but being thrilled. <laughs> <laughs> at discovering ancestors that you never knew and making friends upon friends upon friends upon friends, myriad upon myriad upon myriad of friends. And I see you full of fellowship and connected everywhere. Right now I'm just kind of seeing in your future, I'm just seeing the angels just coming and putting robes on you, robes of righteousness and truth, beautiful robes, sparkling robes, and jewels around your neck. And I'm also seeing kind of like a, like a, a heart, like a ruby hung around your neck. But it's not a ruby. It's red, but it's a, there's also blue in there. And the blue is insight prophetic insight and revelation. And I feel like the Lord is saying, I also see in you some of my omniscience, my all-knowing, my all-seeing, my all-hearing. That's how I see you. That's what your future is. That's where you're at. Thank you, Lord. And this is the truth. All paths, all your paths lead to victory. 
all your pains that you have now will be resolved. All your issues have a victorious ending and a good ending. And where you don't feel prosperous, you will prosper. You are entering into prosperity. It ends in prosperity. It ends in joy. And I just feel also like the Lord is, he has this confidence and absolute certainty. He has confidence and absolute certainty for each of us, knowing that we're going to be completely resolved. Completely resolved. That's his confidence. And he's saying, I want you to take my confidence into you. I want you to take my hope and my confidence into your heart. And take my faith in knowing that it's all going to work out. I feel like that's what the Lord wants you to know. He says, I have total faith in you, in your future, that it's going to work out. I have total confidence, total hope. It's exciting and wondrous. The Lord has so much joy. I have so much joy. I'm rejoicing every moment for you. Because it's good. Your life is good. It is very good. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Father, I ask, Lord, that you would rebuke the liars, the lying, any lying spirits, that you would rebuke them and push them away right now. And every voice that argues against this truth, that you would quiet it right now, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. And Father, we give, we, we, we throw ourselves at your feet. So I feel like the Lord is, is saying, I want you to throw yourself into my arms of, conf- and be, of confidence and faith. To take that leap of faith into my arms and just say, Lord, I'm just I'm going to trust you with all of this. I'm, gonna, I'm just going to trust you. I'm just going to do it. Wow. Many years ago, you know, I, was, I had fallen away from the Lord. And I remember... Um, I decided, I said, I'm just going to leave this whole world, leave, leave all my worldly friends and everything, and I'm just going to take a leap of faith. Lord, I'm just going to trust in you, Jesus, and I'm going to say yes to you, and I want you to catch me. And so I did. And so, of course, all my friends in the world, they just started hating me and pushed me away. But I took the leap of faith. I said, Lord, you're going to be my everything. And what happened was that he gave me 
hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of friends since then, including all of you. Wonderful people. So he caught me. So he rewards them that comes to him. He rewards them that comes to him. Whatever it is that you're afraid of to let go of, just let it go. Just say, Lord, I'm going to let this go and I'm going to, I'm going to hold, hold on to you. I was just reading a newsletter not too long ago, a newsletter that I had written that when we lose intimacy with the Lord, when our intimacy is cut off between us and the Lord, that's when we start going after things that we think are going to make us feel comfortable. Whatever it is, it could be drugs, it could be sex, it could be thrills, it could be who knows whatever it is that's distracting. We will automatically, what happens is instead of us being aligned with the Lord, we become bent away from the Lord, bent to worldly things. We become bent, crooked, when we lose that intimacy. And I feel like what the Lord is doing through this word and through this encouraging word is saying, I want to establish intimacy with you, and I want you to trust me and know that it's going to end well because I'm, I'm totally for you, and I am totally with you. And I feel like he would, he, he would also say, you know what, I, I, I'm feeling it with you. He says, I know where you're at right now in your journey and in your destiny. I know where you're at in the timeline. I know where you're at. And I want you to know that I am feeling it with you. I'm not just observing that you're going through things. I'm in it with you. I'm feeling it with you. Because we are one. You are with in me and I am in you. And we are one. And we're feeling it together. We are an us. And we're going to make it. Even if you don't feel like you're, we're going to make it. We're going to make it, I'm telling you. <laughs> Even if you're just dragging along, it doesn't matter. I'll, just, I'll drag you along. I've got all the strength to drag you along to that victorious road. <laughs> Thank you, Lord. And I, and I feel like he would also say to you, he says, you know, right now, Stay on the path and don't let go. Stick with it. And if you want some joy, love on other people. Talk to them about my kingdom. Pray for others. Be generous with others. On your road and on this journey, and bring some joy into some people's lives. And you will know joy too. In the midst of this journey.
behave like you are victorious. Behave like you are royalty. You're not going to lose out in the end because you're, you have gained everything. You've heard that scripture, we're seated in place, we're seated in heavenly places, right? And it almost seems to me like it's, it's a scripture that's been worked into the ground. But it's so true. That's what this is about, seated in heavenly places. And I feel like the Lord, it's kind of like the Lord, he transcends time. He sees your past, he sees your present, and he sees the future. And so he's telling you, he's saying, I know everything because I'm above time, and that's what I see in your timeline. I just, I see that you're crowned with glory. This is what I'm seeing. I'm seeing that for your life because I'm above time. And I saw you before you were even born or even put together. So if I could see your past and see your present, I can see your future as well. There's a scripture in Psalm 139.16. It says, your eyes have seen my unformed substance. And in your book were all written the days that were ordained for me. When as yet there was not one of them. So before there was, before I was even born, he already saw the future, right? So right here, yes, he sees everything. So this is really kind of amazing, you know, when I think about it. So I was driving over here and I was just thinking, if I have such a, there's this glorious, amazing thing or whatever, how is it that, how come sometimes I just feel so lousy? And I just kind of felt like the Lord says, it's kind of like, it's all the, all of your stuff, it just makes a lot of noise. And you, get, and you get distracted from the fact, the truth, that you are victorious and you have won the race. That's how I see you. But you get distracted. You know, I've been uh, around infants when they're you've, you've all, all been around an infant and when the infant is crying and they're just crying and they're just like so overwhelmed that, that they just take up all this emotional and psychological space in the entire room where they're, they're in such distress sometimes you hear people will say what are you doing to that baby are you killing it or what But you can feel the energy, all that energy, all of it. That's all you can feel. You can just, it's just overwhelming. And that's kind of what it is like with our emotions inside, what's going on inside, is that we're just wailing and just crying, and it just takes over everything, so we get distracted. <coughs> we forget that mommy is there, mommy and daddy is there, and everything's going to be fine. Everything's fine. Everything's okay. But that's why, you know, we just get distracted. <coughs> and that's why we just need to hang in there and just say, you know what? I'm just going to hang in there. I'm not going to let go. 
I'm going to keep on going regardless of what I'm feeling. I'm not going to make any drastic decisions. And this is the time to gather with your friends, you know, if you're going through stuff. I mean, I've been through a lot of heavy things, and usually I'll go and talk to my friends. That's when you talk to them, and they help you. They help the, the crying, the infant inside that's just having, this is kind of wailing. And we help to comfort each other. That's part of the joy in fellowship and coming together. That's why it's so important for us to have fellowship. Because we're helping each other along in this road. I just, I felt, I feel like, you know, just, um, there's this thing about, uh, I have been at times I've thought, oh my God, I just know that when I die and when I finally go to the by and by, that I just know when I arrive at the gates that St. Peter's going to be there. He's going to be holding a lever. And I'm going to be standing on this trap door and he's going to be looking at God and he's going to be waiting for the verdict. <laughs> Seriously. You know, pull the lever, you know. But, but in the back of our minds, for many of us, there is that kind of like, oh my God, I think I've just been so horrible and so awful that I'm going to discover a horrible, a horrible surprise when I finally go. And that's the lie of the enemy. That's a lie. You have been, each of us have been given to Jesus. We are in his hands, and we will never be lost out of his hands. You're not going to be lost out of his hands. There's nothing so horrible that you have done that Jesus cannot go deeper than that. I think Corey Tim Boom said something similar to that. You've been scooped up. He says, I have scooped you up into my arms and you can't get out. Too late. You can come in, but you can't go out. So what I'm talking about here also is about being transformed in your mind. It says, be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. And this is part of it. It's kind of like, this kind of a flowery way of saying, okay, I want you to believe me. That's what the Lord is saying. Just believe me and stop believing yourself. All the stuff that you're making up inside. All those anxieties, the neuroses and the whatever. All those traumas that happened to you, all those terrible things that people did to you, I am bigger than those things. Believe on me when I say that you are saved, 
that you are truly saved and you are saved indeed. So I'm just kind of waiting to see what else the Lord wants to say to you. There is a, a happy day when we will see him face to face and he sees that day that we see him fully and we know that he sees us fully. And he sees us in total and complete awe of this great and awesome encounter with him. And it is a holy moment and a special and precious moment. Seeing you face to face and us seeing him face to face. Thank you, Lord. I feel like the Lord was telling me uh, one time, um, he said, I was thinking about being in heaven forever and ever, and um, and I was just thinking, well, when I'm in heaven forever and ever, I guess I'm going to be comforted. The Lord is going to comfort me, so that's going to be comforted. Constant, let's perpetual comforting. And he says, do you know what that means? He said, the Lord kind of asked me, he said, do you know what that means, the perpetual comforting? Do you know what that means? And I go, I, I think you're going to tell me. <laughs> and he said, it means being comfortable forever. You're going to be comfortable forever. I go, wow, I'm going to be like comfortable forever. Have you ever had like a bad couch <laughs> that's not comfortable? And then there's a good couch that you just go, oh, this is just so comfortable. Mm. And we're just going to settle into this comfortableness for all eternity. I go, wow, that's going to be awesome. Obviously, we're going to be worshiping. He sees us worshiping. He sees us in total worship with everybody else, worshiping him in complete joy and just rejoicing and proclaiming this glorious salvation forever and ever. That's what he sees us doing. That's our future. Pretty cool. There's some scriptures here that I want to read. A stack of them. Lamentations 3. This I recall to my mind, therefore I have hope. 
The Lord's loving kindness indeed never ceases, for his compassions never fail. They are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. The Lord is my portion, says my soul. Therefore, I have hope in him. The Lord is good to those who wait for him. So when I got this scripture, I could just see, I could just see us proclaiming this into the heavens, proclaiming it and saying, therefore, I have hope in him. The Lord is good to those who wait for him, to the person who seeks him. We're going to be proclaiming that forever in heaven. Wow. (laughs) Romans 5, 1 through 2. Therefore, since we have been justified through faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, through whom we have gained access by faith into this grace in which we now stand. And we boast in the hope of the glory of God. Psalm 30. I will extol you, O Lord, for you have lifted me up and have not let my enemies rejoice over me. Imagine you're standing before the throne and you're proclaiming this. I extol you, O Lord. You're standing in the throne room before, right there before the Lord and all the angels and all the witnesses. And this is what he sees you doing. Saying this, I will extol you, O Lord, for you have lifted me up and have not let my enemies rejoice over me. Lord, my God, I cried to you for help and you healed me, O Lord. You have brought up my soul from Sheol. You have kept me alive that I would not go down to the pit. Sing praise to the Lord, you his godly ones, and give thanks to his holy name, for his anger is but for a moment. His favor is for a lifetime. Weeping may last for the night, but a shout of joy comes in the morning. It surely does. You have turned for me my mourning into dancing. You have loosed my sackcloth and girded me with gladness that my soul may sing praise to you and not be silent. O Lord, my God, I will give thanks to you forever. Thank you, Jesus. James 1.12, if your faith remains strong, even while surrounded by life's difficulties, you will continue to experience the untold blessings of God. True happiness comes as you pass the test with faith and receive the victorious crown of life promised to every lover of God. Wow. First <laughs> Peter 5, 6-7. through 
Therefore, humble yourselves under the mighty hand of God, that he may exalt you at the proper time, casting all your anxiety on him because he cares for you. Casting all your lack of confidence into his hands. Casting your lack of faith and lack of hope into his arms. And taking from him and receiving from him his confidence, his hope, and his faith about your future. Because he cares for you. John 16, 33. These things I have spoken to you so that in me you may have peace. In the world you have tribulation, but take courage. I have overcome the world. And you made it. Matthew eleven twenty eight 28 through 30. Come to me, all who are weary and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. So we're entering into, we've been hearing a lot from the prophetic people, the prophetic voices around the world, and they're saying that we're entering into a time of intimacy and rest in the Lord. Unprecedented. And this is really important. And this is part of it, and this, this confidence that we have here. I'm okay. Everything's fine. I can trust him. I need him. He says, we're, we're going to need this for what's coming. There's a, a revolution is coming to the church. And we're the soldiers. We're going to be part of that. And we need to have this thing aligned between us and him. Otherwise, we're going to miss it. When I say miss it, in other words, we're going to be doing things apart from him and not doing what he's doing. You don't want to do that. So we just need to be connected with him to hear his voice and to trust him. In Psalm 103, Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name, Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget none of his benefits, who pardons all your iniquities, who heals all your diseases, who redeems your life from the pit, who crowns you with loving kindness and compassion, who satisfies your years with good things so that your youth is renewed like the eagle. As far as the east is from the west, so far has he removed our transgressions from us. Just as a father has compassion on his children, so the Lord has compassion on those who fear him. For he himself knows our frame. He is mindful that we are but dust. Thank you, Father. We have all been adopted and grafted in to the family of God. You, you, you know that you hear it in your mind. And my hope is that every single one of us in this room will just 
experience that connection. That's been the goal of my ministry since the beginning, that you would experience the connection. I had an encounter, you know, in the 70s with the Lord. I heard his voice. Just like you're hearing my voice right now, but I didn't see him. He was came into the room. I could hear his voice. And he said, I want to be your God. I want to be your king. I want to be your Lord. I want to be your lover. I want to be your friend. I want to be your healer. I want to be your savior. And I just said, okay. And I, at the time, I was having encounters with God and with the Holy Spirit, and I was just going, and I realized, I said, I said, there is another world. I was encountered by another reality, and it truly is for real. It's not science fiction, and I'm not making it up, that there is an absolute other kingdom and another world. And since that time, I've just, I've always had there inside of me, even though I've been through hell and back, um, there's been a part of me that has experienced, uh, I have this a sense of contentment, that's the best way I can call it, is contentment and a confidence that things will really work out even when I think that things really aren't. Where I think it's the end of the world. Oh my God, everything's in the world, you know. It's, it's horrible. You know, I'm depressed. It's, I'm miserable or whatever. And yet, somewhere in the back, there's a, something tickling in the back saying, everything's going to be fine. Everything's going to be fine. It's going to work out. And that's what I got in that encounter with the Lord. And that's what I want everyone to have. I want everyone to have that assurance, the, the blessed assurance Blessed assurance. I want you to have that. And we can have that blessed assurance by coming to him and saying, Lord, thank you. Thank you. I want your confidence. I believe. Help my unbelief. I believe. Help my unbelief. I don't believe. Help my unbelief. Please. And he will. He just, he loves honesty. He just loves it. I think one time I told him, I says, Lord, you know what? I don't know that I can trust you. You know, I don't know that I'm, that St. Peter is going to pull the lever. And he said, everything's going to be fine. Thank you for being honest. Let's talk about it some more. That's what I mean by he just loves that honesty, right? I'm not going to jinx it. Oh, God, I'm afraid I'm going to go to hell. You know? I'm not going to jinx it by saying that. You're not going to jinx anything by being honest and just saying, telling it like it is, like what you're going through. He just loves that. He just loves to hear that. John 15, where you are grafted in, and here's Jesus, and he's speaking to you. And he's saying, I am the true vine, and my Father is the vine dresser. Every branch in me that doesn't bear fruit, he takes away, and every branch that bears fruit, he prunes it 
so that it may bear more fruit. You are already clean because of the word which I have spoken to you. Abide in me and I in you. As the branch cannot bear fruit of itself unless it abides in the vine, so neither can you unless you abide in me. I am the vine, you are the branches. He who abides in me and I in him, he bears much fruit. For apart from me, you can do nothing. If anyone doesn't abide in me, he's thrown away as a branch and dries up, and they gather them and cast them into the fire, and they are burned. And that's none of you. For you are living branches, every single one of you, grafted in, alive and wonderful and bearing fruit. If you abide in me and my words abide in you, ask whatever you wish and it will be done for you. My Father is glorified by this, that you bear much fruit, And so prove to be my disciples. Go and bear fruit and be happy. Go and generate some happiness in other people's lives. And and be happy yourself as a result. Just as the Father has loved me, I have also loved you. Abide in my love. If you keep my commandments, you will abide in my love. Just as I have kept my Father's commandments and abide in his love. These things I have spoken to you so that my joy may be in you and that your joy may be made full. Thank you. So I'm going to pray right now. Thank you, Jesus. Father, we just, uh, we come before you and before this eternal reality, this amazing and glorious reality that we are saved and we are crowned with glory and that we have finished the race and we affirm that future for ourselves. And we ask, Lord, thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. And we call upon this glorious victory, Father, that it would just permeate our current situation and lift us up today. We call upon your confidence, Lord, for our future. We receive it. We receive your confidence. We receive your faith, Lord. We receive the hope that you have for our future and our lives and our position. And we ask Father, for that. We throw ourselves at your feet and we throw ourselves into your arms. It's like a trust fall. We fall into your arms. And we say, Abba, Father, we trust you. So repeat after me, Abba, Father, we trust you. So concludes my talk. <laughs>